With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. on your favorite teams. This is Inside Sports with Reed Wilkins. Brought to you by James H. Brown and Associates, Alberta Injury Lawyers, the heavy hitters of injury law. Defenseman Ryan Murray is your newest member of the Edmonton Oilers. You will hear from him in about 30 seconds as the Elks get ready for Labor Day Monday in Calgary. Another big trade. Offensive lineman David Beard goes to the Hamilton Tiger Cats. CFL tonight, Ottawa and Montreal 3-3 with 24 seconds left in the first quarter. Big high school football game in Edmonton today at halftime. Harry Ainley leading St. Francis from Calgary 8 Six. That's a rematch of last year's Brian Fryer Tier 1 Provincial Final. Harry Ainley won that game. And baseball tonight, the Blue Jays now ahead of the Pirates 2-0, and the Jays still batting in the top of the fourth. They've scored their two runs in this inning. Reed Wilkins with you as we go into the Labor Day long weekend. 1 o'clock for the countdown to kick off on Monday afternoon. Game at 2.30, Elks at Stampeders. And I will have a live edition of Inside Sports after that broadcast concludes. Okay, so the Oilers news, Ryan Murray signing a one-year deal for $750,000, and the veteran defenseman joins us now. Ryan, you're on with Reed. How are you doing, sir? I'm good. How are you doing? I'm doing very well. Thanks a lot uh, for taking the time to join us tonight. We'll start with the with a simple question. Uh, as you looked at the free agent landscape and considered where you wanted your career to continue, why Edmonton? I think they have a great team. They got a great group of guys. Um, obviously, a, a really good chance to win. And um, you know, you look at their roster up and down, and there's a lot of uh, a lot of great players in that team. So, uh, you know, couldn't ask for a better team to uh, to be a part of. You were a free agent here in the summer for several weeks. I'm wondering if you can tell us what that process was like. Was it exciting? Was it nervous as uh, as maybe you felt like you were waiting a little bit? I don't know if you did feel that way, but what have the last few weeks been for uh, like for you free agent-wise? Yeah, kind of just waiting around for the right thing to pop up. Uh, you know, it's more, of, it's more of the agents, I guess, that do their thing, but uh, no, I'm, I'm super happy that, uh, that Edmonton offered up a deal, and um, they're a place that I think is, is going to be, you know, really great for my family and friends to be able to, to come down and watch and everything else. And, and I haven't really played close to home and, and, uh, you know, my entire career. So that'll be, that'll be pretty cool to be a part of that organization. All right. Well, tell me a little bit about 
And, and look, you, you played in Columbus, you played in New Jersey, and you played in Colorado, which I want to ask you about as we go along. But for you being a, a Western Canadian and, and the opportunity to play in Canada, I mean, I'm sure you heard the Oilers ha- highlights we have in the intro to our show, and, and I'm sure you knew exactly what goals those were, even though you would have been uh, going through the playoffs with the Avs at the time. Tell me, tell me about uh, the opportunity as you see it to play in a Canadian market. Yeah, I think it's cool. I think, uh, you know, it's something that I haven't done yet. And, um, yeah, like I said, it's close to home and um, it's Canada. Everyone loves hockey. People love hockey. They're super passionate fans and everything else. So um, I think that'll be cool. I think it'll be a change from some of the other markets that I've been in. And I think it'll be, you know, kind of a good change. So looking forward to it. Okay. Ryan, I've been doing this long enough. I know that hockey players hate talking about themselves, but I'll ask you to make an exception here for the next minute or so. Uh, give give me a sort of scouting report of yourself. We, we've all seen you play, but players change as they evolve throughout their careers and get older and, and get more experience. Uh, t- t- give me a scouting report of Ryan Murray right now. Yeah, I think I skate pretty well. I think I move the puck pretty well and, um, you know, just try to make – make good plays obviously and make uh you know make good passes kind of pass first guy a bit but uh no I just kind of try to take care of my own end and jump into the rush and and do what I can uh do what I can offensively to pitch in when I when I get the opportunity so um kind of been a kind of been a bit of a different player on different teams with, with you know different roles and whatnot but uh yeah I mean just kind of a uh a guy that can, you know, hopefully move the puck well for the guys. And, um, you know, there's a lot of, a lot of great players up front there with the Oilers and hopefully I can get into their hands here, uh, uh, just a few times. So we'll see, uh, we'll see how it goes. Well, and you know, you're, you were at one point, obviously a young defenseman, uh, making your way through the league and the Oilers have Evan Bouchard still relatively young, uh, Philip Broberg is uh, is a player that the Oilers are bringing along here as a prospect. Uh, reflect a little bit on on your experiences as as a younger defenseman. Anybody that kind of you learned from, and do you want to be a little bit of that mentor now as uh, as you get uh, into your late twenties? Yeah, obviously you kind of learn from some of the older guys or some of the veteran guys that have been around. But um, you know, I think one of the best things you can do is just you know, find out what kind of player you are and, and uh, you know, it's good to watch other guys and kind of learn from other guys, pick up little things here and there, but at the same time, you know, try, don't try to be something you're not or don't try to be somebody else. You just kind of, um, you want to find your game and, and find what feels right for you and, and the plays and, you know, whatever whatever feels right for you personally. I think you can't really go wrong with, with that kind of mindset. Ryan, you spent this past year with the Colorado Avalanche. They win the Stanley Cup. Uh, the expectations were high for them all season long. What can you tell me about being a part of that team and uh, the ability to embrace and then un- meet the expectations? I mean, a lot of people thought they would be the best, and it turned out they were. Yeah, it was pretty fun. It was a fun year, obviously. Um, you know, cool experience to be a part of all that. and. Um, yeah, we had a great team. We had a lot of a lot of really great players and great leadership and everything else. And um, you know, we just from pretty much from the get go, we didn't have we didn't have too many struggles all year. We had a little bit at the start of the year, and then once we kind of started rolling, it just kind of rolled right on through. And um, you know, it wasn't really easy by any by any means, but at the same time, it was just you know everybody everybody kind of knew what their job was and did their job and. Um, you know, right on through and, and tons of skill and you just kind of throw it all together and 
and uh, you end up winning. But, you know, there was a lot of good teams last year. There will be a ton of good teams this year. Um, you know, it's definitely not an easy thing to do. And, you know, you need a little bit of luck. You need a lot of consistency. Um, you know, lots of focus, all that good stuff. But, uh, no, it was definitely a fun year, and it was, it was fun to be a part of. All right. So your day with the Stanley Cup, Ryan, can you tell me where you took it and what was included in the festivities? Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Uh, I just went back to White City, my hometown there. We went to the rink, um, took it to a few places in the city of Regina, just kind of buzzed around a bit there, and then took it out to my cottage and then had a little party at the end of the night. And, uh, yeah, it was fun. We got to see, you know, all, all different types of uh types of people people I went to high school with people I haven't seen in a long time um you know old coaches stuff like that a lot of people just kind of came out and said hi and, and uh you know that was pretty special it's it's uh you know obviously very special sharing that all that uh you know the festivities with your teammates and stuff and then you know just having that kind of one day is, is kind of perfect I don't think I I don't think I would have needed it for more than one day I think it was enough and and I think that a lot of people you know just being able to share that with them was was really special Awesome. Okay. Ryan Murray joining us tonight at Inside Sports. Defenseman, he signs a one-year deal with your Edmonton Oilers as we get closer here to Oilers training camp. Ryan, part of your story, unfortunately, is that you've been through some stages in your career where you've had to deal with some injuries. I'm just curious because I've I've interviewed a lot of players who have dealt with injuries in in various sports. Um, Can you talk about the, the physical recovery and also the mental recovery, because I'm assuming, um, you know, you've had to deal with the, well, geez, I'm out of, I'm out of the lineup. How am I, how am I going to feel when I come back? Sort of, sort of that type of, type of stuff. I'm just you know, curious how you've uh, worked through some of the challenges you've had with injuries. Yeah, I guess you just got to stay with it. It's, uh, you know, it's always a different story. I guess it's always a different, uh, different thing going on. And I think injuries are kind of a part of our game. It's just, you know, hockey, you're going to, there's not too many guys that are going to, you know, go through a career without them. So, um, yeah, it's obviously unfortunate when they happen, but, you know, you just kind of got to, got to stay with it. And, um, yeah, I think there's a little, there's a little mental side too and the physical side, but you just kind of do what you can to, to always recover and rehab and do what you can to get back out there. Are you feeling good going into this year's training camp? Yeah, feeling great. Feeling really good. Okay. Awesome. You're another interesting part of your story, and I'm gonna I'm gonna take you back here to 2012. You went second overall to Columbus behind the Oilers, who took Neil Yakupov. I, I hope you don't mind if I ask you some memories of that draft. Uh, you know, interviews. If if you thought you might become an Oiler uh, back at that time, uh, you know, like I said, they wound up taking Yakupov. What was the what was it like in 2012 for you? Yeah, I mean you're pretty young. I mean you're eight. I think I was 18, or uh, yeah, I think I was 18 at that point. I was a late, I was a late draft year. But uh, I mean you don't really know what's good for you at that age. You don't really, you know, you can say I want to play here, I want to play there, but you know it doesn't always, 
even if you go where you want to go, sometimes it doesn't work out the way you want it to. So at that point, it's just kind of like you're just kind of rolling with it. And, uh, you know, Columbus picked me, and I got to have, you know, seven years there and, you know, enjoyed enjoyed a lot of my years there in Columbus and met a lot of great people. And, um, you know, I look back on those years sometimes, and I'm like, you know, I was pretty glad that I got to have that experience there. And, um, you know, now that, you know, to get an opportunity to come to – to Edmonton is, is pretty special and it's and it's cool for me and it's kind of funny how you know that all works out 10 years later but uh no I'm just you know definitely just excited to uh to get rolling here okay and I'll uh I'll, I'll end here with a couple uh fun ones you mentioned you're from White City if if people don't know that is just outside of Regina um there's a certain football team that plays in Regina and they got a big game coming up on Sunday the NFL is starting college football is starting uh is is football something you will uh, partake in as a viewer and is it perhaps that team in green and white that from Regina it's from Regina you're partial to yeah I mean yeah I usually go to like one or two games a year uh try to get to a couple and then you know when you're in when you're in Regina it's pretty hard to to not kind of know what's going on. Everyone seems to have it on their TV or, or whatever. So um, I don't watch a ton of NFL unless fantasy or whatever. But, um, yeah, if you're from Saskatchewan, you kind of have to be a Rough Riders fan. So I definitely, definitely keep up with them a little bit. Okay. Oh, that's the quote. Cool, I've had that quote before. If you're from Saskatchewan, you have to be a Rough Riders fan. Uh, what about uh, hockey as a little guy? Who did, uh, did you have a favorite team? Maybe you were an Oilers fan or are any players you kind of idolized when you were a little guy? Uh, I didn't really have a favorite team, honestly. I just kind of, whoever's in the playoffs every year, you just kind of pick a team and and kind of rooted for them. But I didn't really have, uh, I didn't really have a favorite team. And then, you know, my dad kind of made me watch guys like Scott Niedermeyer and stuff. So um, I guess you could say that that he would have been my favorite player growing up. But uh, yeah, my dad was kind of always saying, "Hey, watch this guy," and and turning on his game. So um, yeah, he was kind of. A guy that my dad always uh, not really forced me to watch, I guess, but always uh, always told me to keep an eye on. Yeah, pretty incredible player. Were, was it all hockey all the time for you as a kid? I usually ask athletes this because sometimes you get a great story. Like, did you excel or have interest in any other sports when you were a kid? No, I wasn't really very good at any other sports. To tell you the truth, we did. Uh, you know, we did the baseball and played football for a year and. And uh, I think we played soccer really young, but it just wasn't really the thing. But, uh, no, we kind of, uh, at that age and at that time, like, we didn't really play, you know, during the summers or anything. So we always did something else during the summer where I think a lot of kids now, they play, they do the all-year-round thing, which is, uh, I mean, I guess the pros do it now, too. Everyone's kind of all-year-round in whatever whatever sport you're playing. But, you know, we got to go out every summer, and we'd usually, we'd usually play till. I don't know, February or something, then you start up again in September. So, um, yeah, definitely a lot less hockey than I think than I think a lot of the kids play now. All right. Well, thanks for sharing that. And uh, when, or when are you coming up to Edmonton? Do you want to come up soon and, and join in some of the uh, informal skates, or what's your plan here? Yeah, for sure. I want to get up there and definitely, uh, you know, see all the guys and get on the ice with everybody and, uh, you know, get rolling and get back into shape here. Okay. Well, Ryan, thanks for being so generous with your time tonight. Congratulations on the deal with the Oilers. Welcome to Oil Country. I look forward to meeting you in person. All the best. All right. Thanks for having me.
Okay, that is defenseman Ryan Murray checking in to get inside sports rolling, and it's a one-year deal for him, $750,000 to uh, join the Oilers. I think that's a, a pretty good bet. Uh, I mean, certainly Ryan Murray coming in to, uh, you know, probably be, uh, you know, maybe uh, maybe a third-pairing defenseman can probably handle a little more if you need him, and, uh, and maybe he doesn't even play every game. But uh, I think at this point in his career, that's that's a pretty good fit for both the Oilers and for him. Of course, I'm happy to hear from you. 780-496-0063. That is the hotline brought to you by CertainTeed, the pro's choice for roofing, siding, drywall, insulation, and ceiling systems. CertainTeed, pro all the way. You can follow me on Twitter at Reed Wilkins, R-E-I-D-W-I-L-K-I-N-S. And you can email the show, inside sports at 630Ched.com. So Ryan Murray is the move made by the Oilers today. The move made by the Elks, David Beard traded to Hamilton for Jesse Gibbon. He's an offensive lineman and a second rounder in 2023. Chris Jones will comment on that when we get back. You're home for all the news and expert opinion. Inside Sports with Reed Wilkins on 630 Chad. Uh, good to have Ryan Murray on the show. So the uh, Oilers continue to round out their roster. Stoff and I were talking about the possibility of Ryan Murray earlier this week when I hopped on Oilers now. So he does indeed sign a one-year contract with the team. Also today, JT Miller, seven years, 56 million bucks from the Canucks. And Sam Gagne, I know some Oilers fans wanted him back for a third tenure with the Oilers. Instead, he goes to a Smythe Division rival. Okay, I know there's no Smythe Division. You know what I'm talking about. He gets a one-year deal with the Winnipeg Jets, $750,000. Also, the Elks. Uh, this is another trade. I, I know I've received some messages today about uh, some people not happy about this deal. Offensive lineman David Beard, local product, U of A grad, and a fourth rounder in 2023 going to Hamilton for Jesse Gibbon who's a pretty good lineman in his own right, and a second rounder in 2023. That is the trade. And uh, Chris Jones, GM and coach of the Elks, asked a pretty pointed question by Jerry Modijong of Post Media today. It kind of looks like uh, you're selling the farm, dealing away some of these veteran, uh, you know, starters. So. Well, I guess, I guess at first glance, you know, for the amateur person looking at it, it may look that way. Uh, however, I look at it contrary to that. I look at it at a very positive way. We're making moves that we're capable of moving because of the talent that we have. Uh, we have people that are able to slide in and that have slid, slid in, and we played very well at Ottawa when we did that. So we're going to our move and then it allowed us to pick up not only a second round that the guy picked second in the draft but it also allowed us to pick us a second round pick which is probably going to be between 11 and 13 i'd say so uh, again it i look at it as a not only a move that we can win with now if and i wouldn't make a move if i didn't feel like we could win so first and foremost that's the first thing and then secondly you have to look long term when you're the gm you have to look long term and not just look at right now so you have to look at both sides of things Thanks. All right, that is uh, Chris Jones asked if he's selling the farm. Also made that trade earlier this week, shipping out Nafis Lyon and Thomas Costigan. Uh, Jones admitted, though, difficult to trade a popular player and a good person like David Beard. 
He's an excellent guy. I mean, he's a, a guy that's, you know, very highly thought of in the locker room and, and all that kind of business. And uh, and so, yeah, it was a very tough decision. It wasn't one that was made hastily. And uh, But when they, you know, they wouldn't give up, you know, uh, they didn't give up their first to, to get a quarterback, but they came with a second to get David Beard. So that tells you exactly what they thought of him and what we thought of him. And so uh, it allows us to, like I say, pick up a, a pick that's going to be able to uh, to help us in years to come. Okay, so that's a little bit there from Chris Jones. Now, David Beard playing alongside Mark Cordy, the former U of A Golden Bears teammates were reunited when Cordy signed as a free agent, and uh, now they're broken up again. And uh, Cordy says, yeah, it's uh, difficult to lose David Beard. Yeah, it was, it was hard to see Dave go this morning. Um, it was difficult for, for all of us, and, and, you know, not me, no exception. So, um, you know, we wish him well. I'm, I'm sure he'll do well in Hamilton. Um, you know, hopefully, hopefully the rest of the season goes well for him out there. Blake Dermott will have his reaction to the deal and the one earlier this week coming up a little bit later on tonight on Inside Sports. We will bring a CFL legend onto the show when we get back. He played on both sides in Labor Day. Danny Bass coming up after the 630 News.